If you have too many thoughts whirling through your head and need to settle down, get to know your magnificent mind. We let our brains run the show, but the real juice is in finding your true nature far beyond your intellect. Welcome to A Magnificent Mind with Jan Christensen and Marnix Powells. Join us today on a journey to discover your magnificent and endlessly powerful mind and settle down to your real potential. Now, here are your hosts, Jan and Marnix. Hi, this is The Magnificent Mind, a radio show about slowing down to the speed of life, connecting to your true nature, and deeply enjoying the result. My name is Marnix, and here's my pissed-off co-host, Jan. Hi, Jan. <laughs> Hello, Marnix. How are you? I'm, I'm very well. So, uh, this is our first uh, episode, the first show we're, we're doing. And just before uh, I, um, I clicked to record, um, you told me that you are in a specific mood right now. Can you, can you tell me and the listeners what the mood is? <laughs> the mood is basically pissed off. I just feel pissed off today. Okay, okay. So, so what are you going to do about it? Are you are you going to do some positive thinking, or are you going to meditate it away? Is there a, is there something you do when you feel pissed off? No, there's there's really nothing to do. I just need to let it settle, and when you let it settle, it'll just disappear. And that sounds so simple, but it, it is that simple. We just make our lives difficult by believing that we have to do all these things. You have to, there's things you have to do to make a pissed off mood go away. No, there isn't. So You can just simply acknowledge it. And, 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 and by go. doing that, um, it, it goes away. Yeah. It Let's does. It, it really sounds simple. Now, the thing is... Um, this is actually what we're going to talk about for the, for the next 13 episodes, right? Exactly yes. this, exactly this uh, effortlessness, this, this ease of living, this, this, this way of looking at life in a way that's not so reactive and responsive. And that's not about managing your emotions constantly and uh, uh, having to um, find the source of your uh, agony and your suffering, but instead uh, live um, in a more easy and more effortless um, a way. Now, how come we know <laughs> we know about this? How come we we are supposed to be a specialist uh, on this topic? So I think it's 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 uh, uh, a good idea to. Um, to introduce ourselves to the people who are listening right now, they probably don't know anything about us. So why, why did you, you take a few minutes to, to or less or whatever, and sure. how many seconds you, you, you need to introduce yourself and, 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 and talk a little bit about who you are and uh, about your life and what, is, what would be interesting for the people who listen right now? Yeah, I think that would be helpful. My name is Jan Christensen, and this show just kind of fell in our lap, and we decided, well, well, you know, why not? Why not do this? And maybe we can share with people the experiences of our lives and show you that life can be a whole lot easier than 
most people make it. So if I look back on my life, I see that as a child, I was, I was happy and I was pretty spirited. I liked to dance and to sing and to just enjoy myself. I didn't have hang-ups, the hang-ups that come as you get older and you start to realize, oh, there's things that you need to pay attention to um, in relation to other people. Are you popular? Are you good-looking enough? All these notions that fall on us, and as they fall on us, we start to feel uh, beliefs and judgments around them, and that takes us to a place where we are in a, in a thoughtful space that makes life very difficult. So as I went from a spirited child to a um, mixed-up adolescent and then into adulthood, I experienced a lot of depression. And I studied a lot of psychology to try and understand this and figure out what to do about it, feeling quite broken, that there was something very wrong and it needed to be fixed. And people would assure me that, well, depression was in my family history and there were many reasons for it. So I accepted that. And the more you accept it, the more it becomes your truth. And so many years of depression, many different methods to try to work on that from, um, I went to university and got a degree in, in uh, psychology, and that helped a little bit. I thought I was on the right track, and there were things I could do to make this a little bit better. Uh, I had a nursing career along the way as well, many, many years of nursing, and the psychology helped a little bit in that to work with people and deal with people. I also was married, or was married once, divorced once, and married again, and I have two daughters. So that's, those are the big events in my life. And my two daughters, of course, mean the world to me. They also had a lot of depression, and they're not completely over it. I'm sure they will be as they gain the understanding that I've gained. I know it'll help them to move on as well. But there's a lot of things that come with depression. There's, you know, you feel bad about yourself and try things. You try overeating, maybe try overdrinking, whatever you can do to try to fix the problem. Try counseling. Nothing really worked that well, though. You know, you try, but there's the depression always looking you in the face. So uh, then actually I had a head injury in my mid-40s, and that really kicked the shit out of me. It basically, uh, I describe it as the time the universe dumped me on my head. It was really the only way the universe could get my attention was to dump me on my head, stop me in my tracks, and then up popped the understanding of what some people call inside-out thinking. Some people call it the three principles. There's many different names for it. And this understanding literally changed my life. It took me to a, a whole new place where it's peaceful and I realized I wasn't broken. There's no more depression left. I mean, there's just so many good things that have come out of this. Um, I know, Marnix, you've experienced the same thing with uh, gaining the new understanding of how 
humans really work. And I think you would agree it's pretty special. Profound, a profound story about suffering and, and searching and, and wanting to feel good again and, and, and pain and confusion. You know, you're, you're telling what happened to you and then realizing something, seeing something that is, that flips everything, that changes everything um, in an instant and then gives you a new direction in life. Now, I know what you're talking about because for me, in a way, the same thing happened and it's not, not unique. I know as a coach and you're a coach as well as a coach, we, we come across many people who are suffering in one way or the other, and they found their own ways of dealing with that. And so I work with many people with anxiety and depression and, and addiction, and also more in general, people that have uh, an existential um, uh, crisis going on where they, where they have this deep longing for freedom and to, to, to come home. That's how I like to call it. And they simply don't know where to look. And they have looked all over the place. We all, in a way, we're all the same. We all read the same books, tried the same meditations and the same affirmations and the same whatever, all these things that promised us, if you only finish this, you'll finally be where you always wanted to be. Now, what I tried, I'm, I'm, um, I'm a little bit the same in, in a way that um, I was also a, a very spirited and happy child. But quite early, um, I, I, I went to a school where there was a lot of aggression and I, I closed off because of that. I felt very insecure. And I kind of took that insecurity and made a profession out of it. I was, became really very good at, at, at shutting myself down, closing myself off and, and not letting anybody or anything in, which, is, which led to a, to a very poor emotional uh, life and a lot of suffering. I uh, was an addict. I, I, I drank alcohol for 28 years and I smoked cigarettes, a lot of them. Uh, and this, at the same time, I used drugs for most of my life. I was, um, it, I'm not bragging here. It's just, you know, it's just a, 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 a list of the shit I've, I've been through. And it's just, it's true. And it's fine right now, but it's just helpful to see what, 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 um, what happened in my life and, and, and how, how, how little it means right now. So depression, uh, alcoholism, um, anxiety, like excruciating, paralyzing anxiety. So, so deep and so, um, powerful that I, I wasn't afraid to leave my own bedroom for a couple of months and my former girlfriend had to take care of me. So um, when I quit drinking in 2012 in October, I set out on a journey to find the, the, the secret uh, to happiness. I was pretty ambitious and I thought, you know, <laughs> I'll find it and then I'll share it with the world. And well, you know, it, it seems to, to have happened. And that's what I do right now. I, I've been working in advertising most of my life for, for 30 years. And the irony of life is that in advertising, I, the only thing I did was tell people, you need this in order to feel complete. And now the only thing I tell them is, you don't need anything in order to feel complete. And um, I love being a coach. I'm an author as well. I, I wrote uh, eight books uh, up until now, seven of, of them in Dutch only and one in English. And like you said, this radio show or podcast or, you know, depending on, on, on which platform you're using right now, 
just happened to us. And um, you live in, in Canada. Uh, I live in Amsterdam, which is, uh, well, not very close, close by. We've never even met in real life. And that's it's also, re- uh, but we've come to get to know each other pretty well over the last half year during our conversations. And, you know, the purpose of this show, I wrote it down um, because I thought it would be helpful. Um, and, and what we would like to, in, in general, what we'd like to uh, help people to see is that no matter where you are in life, no matter how you feel about yourself and about the future and about the past, there is a way to wake up to your true nature, which helps you to, to get a, you know, a more free and a more joyful and a more playful life. And, and everybody is able and capable of realizing that again, because it's just how we were born. And the only thing is what happens is that we grow up and then we start to listen to what other people tell us. And then we start to, you know, we, we drown in the rules and the ideas and the, and the opinions we, we develop around ourselves. And it's not necessary. You can have a really amazing life without constantly working on, you know, on keeping it amazing. Now, some of the things mm-hmm. we are going to talk about um, uh, in the next uh, episodes um, are uh, stress, uh, anxiety, worry, uh, depression, all these lovely topics, but also happiness <laughs> and joy and flow and waking up. We, we, we'll talk about self-realization. We talk about pain we talk about suffering and whether that's necessary or not. And, uh, well, spoiler alert, it's not. Uh, about being human <laughs> in general, um, but also about creativity, you know. How do we create? Where does creativity come from? Where does our potential come from? How can we learn to trust our potential and uh, live a more simple and more nourished and uh, more fulfilled life? We're going to talk about playfulness and being aligned uh, but also about hope, trust, empathy, and your favorite, love, right? <laughs> right, right. Because that, that's something that people talk about love, but I don't think they have any idea what it's really all about. I think that people think of love as having to have possessiveness, jealousy and anger and a lot of stuff that really has no place in with the word love. And it's a pretty interesting topic that that we'll cover for sure. Um, All of these topics are interesting. And I think the, the point that needs to be made is for all of my life, I believed that the things that happened outside of me, other people's behavior, caused me to feel certain ways. And in fact, that is completely the opposite of what really happens to us as human beings here in this body on earth. The simple truth that I have come to see, and I think you too, Marnix, is that we experience life very differently than from this outside-in experience. We actually experience life from the inside out so so what does it mean when you when you you know just you know take take it at very uh, present topic you know we're pissed off when we started this conversation so Mm -hmm. where's your Mm -hmm. pissed off where's your pissed offness now (laughs) it's just it's just not there 
It's just not there. And that's because I didn't give it my attention. Yeah. I, I had the thoughts around what was going on. And then I had the emotions of being pissed off. And then I, it could escalate to behavior. And there was a little behavior. I sent some emails and some, did some things. But mm, yeah. you don't have to do that. Yeah. Now I'm here in the present moment. And there's nothing here that's pissing me off. Absolutely nothing. I'm fine in the moment, in this present moment. Yeah. There's not even a thought about being annoyed. But this sounds and, very simple and very... Um, even a little bit naive, maybe for some people. So, well, when you're pissed yeah. off, there must be a good reason for that, right? And if you're pissed off and you don't listen to it, this will mean that people will take advantage of you, right? Stuff like that. So, oh yeah. You, what do you think about that? Oh, so many ideas fall in around that and so many beliefs and judgments, right? It all comes back to beliefs and judgments so often. Mm -hmm. But if you simply... Pay attention to the thought, and you look at it closely. Very often you realize it doesn't need your attention. The, th the thoughts are just a blip of energy that flows through our head. And actually, people have between 60,000 and 100,000 thoughts per day. I don't know who did that counting, but mm, <laughs> I'm glad yeah. it wasn't me. Yeah, me too. And that's yeah. a lot of thoughts. Yeah. It's not a wonder we're tired at the end of our day yeah. having to deal with that many thoughts yeah, and, is overwhelming just to think about yeah and <laughs> really and, and you know i think most people who are listening right now when they some of them may have heard about that and and, and before but many probably won't it's we, we're not aware of most of those right because a lot of thinking doesn't really feel like thinking, but feels like the world. A lot of thinking feels like people, feels like circumstances, mm -hmm. like the truth is out there. There's a world and the world is, you know, uh, telling us how to feel. The world is, in, is influencing our moods. Now, it, it seems to me that that's not something you really believe in anymore. No, no, because I've seen that our thoughts are, as I stated, they're, they're a blip of energy. And most of the thoughts that go through our head each day don't require any of our attention. It's when we give the thought our attention that we get ourselves in trouble. So your thoughts can, can uh, help you to feel better and to move into a better place in life, or they can destroy you. But so, if you can learn something important, that you'd never, ever need to fear your thoughts. If people could just understand that, they don't need to fear this thinking. It doesn't need to have any power over me or you or anybody. It's pretty liberating when you really accept that. So, so is this the same as positive thinking? Is that what you're talking about? You just have to have nice thoughts? No. No, because we can't have nice thoughts all the time. Just like I started this show out feeling not very good. Mm -hmm. It was just my thinking. And as soon as I stepped away from that, which didn't need my attention, 
and it certainly didn't need my emotion making me feel bad inside. Mm. Uh, I was fine. But even if I, if I had stayed in the state of, of being frustrated and annoyed, that would be okay too because I know that it wouldn't last long. It used to be that I would have thoughts and they, then I would feel bad inside and then depression would set in and that might last for weeks or months or years. Mm-hmm. But now I know if I have a thought that it's okay because it's not going to take me down. I'm not afraid of that thought. I don't give it my attention to uh, allow it to fester inside me. In fact, every thought has an equal and reactive response in our body. And that's pretty significant because you have a thought and something actually physically or physiologically happens in your body. So there's so many reasons and so many levels to not pay attention to thinking that doesn't serve you well. Yeah. And I think most people know know this because you know when when you you're you're looking out for a holiday that will happen in two weeks you can feel really good about that which doesn't make sense because the holiday is two weeks away and it might be the shittiest holiday of your life but it's (laughs) just our imagination that creates the feelings we have and we don't see that and in we innocently think that it's the world that's creating our feelings now um of course, I, I, I have had many experiences like you, and I've come to know my system of thoughts and my emotions and feelings in a very intimate way, in a, very, in a way that's way less personal than it used to be. And I, I, mm-hmm. I used to take my, my feelings very personally, like talking about depression when I was in, 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 in Holland, when it was like September or in October, and the um, autumn was, was setting in. And the, and the tree and the leaves were falling from the trees. I I got a little I've got a little feeling of melancholy going on. Now that's by itself. It's it's a really amazing, very special feeling, and it's actually really cool that we have all these subtle emotions going on. But I always read that as the start of my depression because I felt a little bit somber. I felt a little bit gloomy, and I couldn't let go of that. So I started to worry about my emotions and my feelings, which meant that I couldn't sleep that evening. And because I didn't sleep, I felt like shit the next morning when I, when I woke up because I didn't wake up. I, I was still awake. So which meant that I was exhausted the next day. And in the exhaustion, my moods went sour, and they went very dark and very bad. And from that place, I started to look at my life, and I got terrified and I got more anxious and more depressed and more tired. And it, it kind of exhausted me that so much that after a month, I really felt depressed again, really, really in a very dark and deep and paralyzed place. And I always thought, yeah, I, I knew this was coming. What I didn't uh, uh, think and what I see right now is that in a way I did it myself. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy by me being so scared of my scared of my emotions and my feelings i maximized everything i i i got exactly the thing that i was worried about so much uh, and the same for anxiety you know when my panic attack i had, i had panic attacks all day long and i didn't know what it was until i you know gained this understanding that we are talking about right now we will talk about over the, the next episodes where you just get an appreciation for 
um, the fleeting nature of your emotions and your thinking. Now we all know that, but we still get caught up in it. We still feel responsible for it. We still have the idea that we are what we think. And that is our, our fault as well. Now that's very um, confusing because if it was our mm-hmm. fault, if, if thinking was our doing, we could easily stop it, right? We could stop it right now, but we can't. Mm-hmm. So we I agree. Yeah. So in a way, we're just um, we're just the witness of our thinking, and because of this amazing thing we have, this this uh, this imagination we have, because we're aware of of the the, the content of our thinking, we we kind of bring them to life in our system and make make it very real for us. You know, like having fun while you think about a holiday over in, a, in a couple of months. We can also feel terrified about a presentation that might never happen. <laughs> or, <laughs> right? And when you get to see oh, this, yeah. yeah, when you get to see this, you, 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 you can like develop an internal waking up system that helps you not lose yourself so much in the thinking. And the more you do that, you know, in a very natural and very simple and easy way, the better you get at it. And then you, it seems like you develop this skill of, of, of staying in a more blissful, more clear and a more neutral and a more productive and creative uh, state of mind. Now, if, you know, as, as, um, as crazy as you have been most of your life and as crazy as I have been <laughs> most of my life, we can return to relative sanity and really feel good most of the time. I think that is very hopeful for most people because if we can feel, if we can, we can feel like that, I think most people can. And I know that because uh, like, I, like I already said, we, we, we coach a lot of people and we, we see them change in ways that the normal paradigm of mental health doesn't um, seem to be able to, uh, to uh, get across or to fix. Now, I see my timer, <laughs> you know, and it's telling me that we we'll, uh, uh, have 10 seconds left, which means that we'll go to the break. Now, this is the first time. How do you think it's going? Oh, I think it's going well. I'm enjoying myself anyway. (laughs) See you soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. This is a magnificent mind. To reach Jan Christensen, Marnix Powells, or their guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to insearchofapeacefulmind at gmail.com. Now, back to a magnificent mind. And we are back for the second half. You know, you know. Before this recording, I was thinking, should I use my radio voice? You know, because I could do that. <laughs> but then again, <laughs> I thought it might be <laughs> interesting to keep it real and to keep it as authentic and as plain as possible. So, uh, no radio voice. Maybe I'll do one episode one day. But for now, this is the second okay. half of our first episode and I thought maybe for um, for this part of the show the second part of the first episode maybe for this part of the show it would be helpful for people to um, hear us talk a little bit about our the way we look at how we function as human beings and how that is different from what most people think happens to us um, and why it is useful to know that and what and what the difference is. And the difference is really, really very big. And w- how it, it changes our lives to know uh, uh, all of that. So, so if somebody would ask you, and somebody is asking you because I am asking you, <laughs> if somebody would be asking you, what did you see um, about the human experience that was different than what you thought it was, and how is it helpful for you to see that? C- can you elaborate on that? I can, and, and I'll probably go in a completely different direction than you're expecting. <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah. see what you have to say about this. Uh, the human experience is so much different than I would have ever expected it to be. There's so much more available to us. And when you get a bit of an inkling of what I'm talking about, you'll probably be inspired to learn more. Most people are. Because we think of ourselves as this this human body and brain here on Earth, walking around and responding to things that happen to us. And actually... We are energy. We are complete and total energy. And everything is energy. And once you get a bit of a feel for this, it changes everything. So if we go back in time, and I mean way, way, way back in time, to before there was anything, when there was just energy in the universe and no planets and no sun, no moon, nothing. Back in that time there was just energy and it flowed and i i guess there was no time that there was no energy which we as humans don't like to hear because we like beginnings and we like ends but the energy has no beginning and probably no ending either it's just there it always has been and it figured out after 
many, many millions of years, it figured out how to combine itself to create mass. And that's how we ended up with planets and sun and moon and earth and we as humans being here. So energy combined itself, created mass, and then everything, everything started happening. Evolution, uh, things evolved, and here we are today after billions of years in this moment right now in the human form. We are energy and we are mass. So we are body and we are soul or spirit. We have a whole spiritual side to us, which many people unfortunately go through their whole life and never understand. And it is such a shame because your life becomes so much more meaningful and your experience here becomes such a fabulous time to enjoy yourself once you gain this understanding. I'm hoping that you all will stay with us for a few weeks to learn more about this. But just to talk a little bit more about the energy. In form, we have our body, but that's energy too because mass is energy, right? Energy plus energy gives you mass. And in every cell of our body, there's infused a little bit of energy as well. And that's how the human body functions. And it's, it's evolved for so many years into such a complex system, such a beautiful system the body is. But the spirit is even bigger and more beautiful. Because in spirit, from what I've seen through a near-death experience, is that in spirit, we feel only love. We don't feel, from what I've seen again, we don't feel the range of human emotions. We just feel love. And when you get in touch with your spiritual self, you'll be in touch with the essence that is you, whatever the essence is that makes you. And you only you know that, what your essence is. My essence apparently is peacefulness and Love and it can't help but be love because that's what energy is, is love. So I guess I'm peacefulness and love in my, in my energy. Well, you weren't that's at, the start I, of the, at the start of the conversation. No, <laughs> because that's also, I've just that, come right down. That's just also, come right down. Well, without doing anything. Now, you know, when I hear you, and, and, and I appreciate that, um, but I also, uh, I, I would consider myself to be very realistic and very, you know, I'm a, I'm a smarty pants, and I've been trusting my intellect all my life. Now, um, I know that there is uh, a common ground to find in here where, you know, this whole idea about us being energy has also very practical um, application that it's very that we can be both human beings and have human experiences and we don't have to be all angels we can be pissed off you know we can hate each other sometimes we can we can you know want to kill somebody in traffic you know and at least for a couple of minutes <laughs> we do really bad stuff and we do good stuff and we and we have ways to make up for the bad stuff we did so there there's whole this whole whole humanness is 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 also going on so I, I, what I wanted to say is that um, there are different sides to the same thing, and that's what makes it beautiful. Uh, because you can you can 
be or have the notion that you are you are the universe at play but that alone doesn't really give you a, a, like a very practical way to go about life because what do you do then when you're the universe at play so now <laughs> the understanding we are talking about gives you the entrance to like to 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 the whole the whole picture the whole deal you get to you get to have these really very blissful uh, uh situations moments hours even where you feel so connected in a way that well alcohol never could never give me and i tried believe me but this really natural authentic um feelings of peace and then you know taking nothing away from the human experience you don't have to like you don't have to uh, get yourself out of society and live under a tree or something like that you know there you can just have your life the way you can be a normal schmuck like somebody i appreciate very much always says while knowing that your your schmuckness is being created by the universe so i i think the the things we were going to talk about are really very very practical very direct and very um, very real and very pragmatic while coming from a place of absolute wonder and um, curiosity and magic I, and I love the the you know where these all these things come together and where you get to create a human experience that is way more than just you know feeling like this vulnerable tiny creature that has to be worried all the time vigilant all the time like we sometimes believe so we have so much more uh, potential and so much more power um, and and we have seen that uh, for ourselves really very deeply and in a, in a in a very direct way not by hoping it into existence but just by the universe waking us up after you know, fooling around for a long time and making a very, very large amount of shitty decisions for a very long time. And it seems that, you know, feeling good in that way, I, I love to call it being home or coming home. And to me, it looks like we are born with all the capacities we need to, to feel great and to feel wonder and playfulness and to be resilient and to be emotionally stable in a way that we don't hang on to one emotion. So we don't have resistance to other emotions. You know, kids are not like that. So we were born with all these amazing uh, gifts we are looking for still as adults. And then we grow up and then we suffocate ourselves by starting to believe all these ideas about who we are and who we should become and stuff like that and what society means and our place and our own society and what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman. But the thing is, the connection to the thing we were born with and the thing we, we, well, we, we, we intrinsically are, it's never completely gone. And I think most people are looking to find that connection again. And I think that is ultimately what we're talking about, right? Right. Right. Ourselves in form and formlessness. Ourselves in spirit and body. And when you gain an understanding of this, I think it just takes you to such a nice, nice way of living. I mean, you're still human, and yes, you will still feel annoyed and pissed off and frustrated sometimes, but you'll feel also a lot of love and a lot of 
joy in your life that you otherwise would maybe never have a chance to experience. It's, um, it's worth the journey for sure to gain this understanding. How, how, did, this, how did this change your life? Are there, are there you know, segments, elements in your life that have changed in a, in a very clear and a very radical way? And, and can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, there's things that have changed in a radical way, and there's things that are still very much the same. So it's it's uh, um, being human, we call it, right? Really, being human is a yeah. is a range of emotions that yeah. you're going to experience, and you might as well accept that and enjoy the ride. Uh, you just don't have to get stuck, and you don't have to be afraid, and you don't have to. Uh, try to do anything. You can just uh, be yourself in your relationships. And I think that's an important thing too, is that we get all these layers of who we think we should be and how we think we should be. And you get to shed all that. And those layers and beliefs and judgments, when they fall away, give you a, a way to live that's just really quite blissful most of the time. Um, relationships change because you stop for myself anyway I just stopped participating in things that didn't make sense to me anymore I stopped being a part of things that I and an important thing to also mention is as you start to trust yourself and trust your judgment you feel it in your belly you know when you're thinking something having a thought and that's a right direction for you to go. And that's something we haven't touched much on yet, Marnix, is our wisdom. Mm. Pretty big part of the things that change in our life is the wisdom that we have access to. Through this energy, it all comes back to the energy so often. And I know that we can't spend a lot of time talking about that today, but it will enter every mm. one of our sessions at some point. The energy which actually has an intelligence and a wisdom and knowledge far beyond anything you could ever imagine that you have access to. This wisdom is different than the brain. The brain has all of the things that you've learned since you were born, the things you've been taught, the things you've read, that's all stored in your brain. Your memory is stored in your brain. But the energy has a wisdom that can flow through to you with all the knowledge that could answer any question that you could ever have. And so that's our, our way of being able to show you how to problem solve and how to, to be in your life in a way that allows you to uh, completely be comfortable with yourself and comfortable with your thoughts and the decisions you make following your thoughts. Uh, so, so when you talk about this, this wisdom, I, it, it, this reminds me of these moments where, where I think I have to make a really big decision and I feel very wound up and I feel this, all this responsibility to gather enough information to make a good a decision at last for a lifetime, you know, the ones and then mm-hmm, those big ones and then you and then you you walk around this 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 idea that you have to 
make the decision and you walk around for days and then all of a sudden and you 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 you, you can't seem to find the right the right one and then you just drop it for a while and then all of a sudden somewhere along the line and the shower is an amazing place for that but it can also be during a walk or whatever when you let go of your striving and your idea of being responsible for the best solution out of nowhere the answers come up is is that what you mean by the wisdom and the intelligence that's what we're talking about that's what we're talking about yes it's a space that you enter into where you just realize that you can't come up with a solution you intellectualize you think about all the things you know about the problem and how you should solve it but nothing seems to work nothing seems like the right answer so you let go you have a space where there's no thoughts in your mind Yeah, in the shower is a very good place where that happens for many, many people. Mm-hmm. You're in the shower thinking about nothing, and all of a sudden, boom, the answer to what you've been looking for comes through. So the key to this, the key to what we're telling you here is a quiet mind is a creative mind. When you get quiet inside your head, anything becomes possible. Yeah, but you know the thing we, we don't seem to appreciate is that The, the, the best artists and athletes and musicians in the world, they never created their masterpieces through worrying. It's not, not, not right. like <laughs> Van Gogh worried his, his paintings or, you know, really good soccer players worry their way through the defense into the goal of the other, the other party. And, but yet, yet again, we always use our frantic mind to find solutions for stuff. So we always go in the wrong direction, honestly, because when you lose yourself in your worry, the only thing that happens is that your whole idea of the world becomes uh, fragmented and worried and shaken up, which means that you, everything you see is colored. Everything you see is, is, is influenced by your revved up mind. Now, this is the worst place to look for solutions. <laughs> you know what? All great Absolutely inventions were, were, yeah, and all great <laughs> inventions were done by people who weren't busy inventing stuff. You know, like yeah. I, I, I heard about, I don't know who it was. I think it, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was Einstein because so many things have been attributed to Einstein, all these quotes. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't Einstein. Maybe it was another, another very smart guy, but there was this guy who, who, who had this, um, this uh, habit of going, you know, going for sleep for a little uh, bit of sleep in the afternoon. And then he took a pencil in, in his hand and he lay down on the couch and, and then he, he, he let his ha- hand hang over the, the edge of the couch and the, with the pencil in it. And as soon as he almost fell asleep, the pencil fell on the ground and then he woke up by the sound of the pencil. And then he always had these great ideas. So then he was, <laughs> and he was in this really, really profound open infinite infinite state of possibility of potential and there he found all all these inventions and all these great things and that's why we call it an aha moment because it's you're doing something and as oh shit or a light bulb moment out of nowhere it it just pops up inside of you now i didn't appreciate and i think you didn't either that this is the power that guides everything we do if we if we let it 
But we, mm-hmm. we, we mm-hmm. become so arrogant, the intellect becomes so fond of itself that it tries to take the reins and, and lead us in, into life. And we see what, what that turns into. You know, look at the world right now. How many people are depressed and burned out mm-hmm. and anxious and, and, and addicted to, 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 uh, to smartphones and to, to all the things that, that social media uh, has, has brought us. So it's, and it's afraid, afraid. They're so afraid. Yeah. Everybody out there. But but you know, let's just let's. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go there. But let's you know whatever. Just do it. <laughs> let's just, just just do it. So so would would you say that COVID is not a bad thing? That you're not worried about it? <laughs> yeah, I thought we were not going to talk about COVID. Well, we are. But here we are. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, everybody is so afraid right now, and. It's new territory, but I'll tell you, Marnix and I cannot get worked up about this because we know better. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, you can have this path too, Yeah. this yeah. understanding, this, this way of being, Yeah. And where you is- realize, yeah, just it, it ain't up to you and it ain't up to me. There's a whole flow of intelligence and knowledge and wisdom. But, 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 you know, when somebody says, yeah, well, all these people are infected and, and we are dying and we have the second wave and stuff like that. And, and, and that might be true. And it is probably true. I don't, I don't know for sure, but it's, mm-hmm. it's probably true. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, uh, you know, I'm not sure yet that COVID has, has been very much part of the news, more like other stuff that has happened and, and killed a lot of people, uh, like smoking and driving a car and stuff like that, which kills way more people, by the way, or alcoholism or stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, gra- all that granted, um, COVID is not an emotional virus. So it can't cause anxiety. It can't cause... Now, thinking about dying causes anxiety and thinking about the the world being an unsafe place causes anxiety but it's never mm-hmm. uh, it's never the disease because the disease is just a, a phenomenon a thing that happens within us and it's the way we respond to that that um, that uh, we feel in our bodies that causes our uh, our emotions our feelings now for most people that this would probably mean that they they they'd ask us you know okay so all we have to do is is think cool things about COVID. Let's make let, let's you know get out the, the the color crayons and 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 you know make make artists impressions of COVID with hats and balloons and let's make a happy COVID. Well, you don't have to do that, right? Right. It's not it's not about that at all. It's not about that at all. It's a, it's about feeling compassion and, and feeling for humanity, feeling that things are happening that are very sad to people. They're losing family members and they're losing friends. And that is heart-wrenching because it's pain for them. And you can't help but feel for other human beings. But COVID itself, it's out there. We'll do our best to stay away from it. Yeah, but what is meant to be will be, and that's yeah. And I think you're you're touching on a very knows. very good point. It's I think it's very good and 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 loving to stipulate that we're not referring to denying stuff mm-hmm. or uh, you know covering up 
it up with a with a with a spiritual blanket or closing our eyes, but we're just talking about the reality of the human experience. And we can all see this when it comes to COVID. If you interview 50 people about COVID, 50 random people, you get 50 answers about what it what it, uh, it, it's supposed to do to them. Some people say, oh, it's very exciting because I have, you know, I've found all these new ways of, of, of working and I, I, I got to know my family again. And other people say, no, I can never leave my home again. And each and every person will, will tell you that the way they respond to it is caused by COVID. Now, how can that be? How can this one thing cause all these different responses so there must be something else going on and exactly what is going on that will be um, what we are going to explore um, over the next couple of weeks together and hopefully with uh, (laughs) five or six listeners around the world Um, (laughs) so um, next week um, I, th- I, th- I think we agreed on um, talking about stress or anxiety or stress and anxiety because they're such yeah, big, I think they, yeah. they go hand in hand and they yeah. are big topics, but yeah. they're not that big. Yeah. They're also not that big. But they're, they're, they're huge when, when you look at how they influence people and how they influence uh, employees of companies and how, how, how you know, young people and influentials uh, and, uh, and, uh, and millennials, and it's a completely different thing, although there's an overlap there, but how millennials mm-hmm. and I have a 19-year-old daughter, uh, how she and her, her girlfriends are feel driven by, by social media, by the world to, to always... Uh, be better and always have this amazing life to pretend that everything is amazing and it exhausts them. Well, to, for my daughter, it's a little bit different because she has a coach as a dad and sometimes she listens to me and even when she doesn't, well, some <laughs> some things will still uh, be heard by her. But we're going to talk about a way to live life in a more peaceful way without without ignoring stuff or denying stuff, but looking at it from a more neutral position and without becoming an asshole, right? Without you know, right. being like, like, yeah, it is what it is, whatever. You know, because we care about people. I care about you. I know, I know you care about people. So that's not the, the thing. I deeply care about people and, and their, how they feel and what they're experiencing in life. So, well... This was it. I really thank you for having the conversation with me. And we hope we'll listen to you listen to us next week uh, again. Okay, bye from Thanks me. Thanks for joining us. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to A Magnificent Mind. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then.